Hello, my name is Noah, and my name is Matthew, and you all listen to The Real Sports Real Talk, Talk Podca- podcast. podcast. So, this is our first episode out of many of them. For our, the first topic that we're going to start off this podcast with every single time is hockey. But this episode, more, uh, most of all, the Toronto Maple Leafs and Jack Campbell. So, Matthew, what do you have on Jack Campbell? Well, he signed a five-year, $25 million deal with the Edmonton Oilers. And you moved on from the Toronto Maple Leafs. As a Leafs fan, I don't really like this move because Jack Campbell won with the, one of the best goalies other than Frederick Anderson to be on the Leafs. He got us into the playoffs. Yeah, he made some killer saves. Yeah, the one against Colorado in like January or February. Mm. Um, that was a sick save. Um, he's, yeah. he's young, he's in his prime. Yeah, so he did. Jack Campbell basically started off the season um, with Dallas. He got drafted 10th overall in the first round um, in like 2011, 2010, I think. And hit, uh, if you saw Jack Campbell now, you would, you wouldn't think he would be that disappointed in his first season. He played one game. He did lose that game, but then he did go to LA, and um, he did pretty good before getting traded with um, Kyle Clifford, I believe that trade was, and Jake Muzzin. I think to the Leafs, and that's where he really kicked it. He he was great with us, and yes, I'm sad to see him move on, but he's going to have great opportunities in his career. Yeah, I mean, he had 49 starts in goalie, and this year <laughs> he had 31 wins, nine losses. So yeah, pretty good record. It is. Save percentage was 91%. Up 4% from his rookie year, just improving every year. And yeah, he got signed to a $5 million per year deal. With the Leafs, he was only making one point six five. That's probably the reason he left. I see a trend with Edmonton. First, they took Cody Cece, then Tyson Berry, then Zach Hyman, and now Jack Campbell. They're building a real squad out there. And also, they have Conor McDavid. Mm-hmm. I can... They're going to go after all of the Leafs players because we're just that good. True. So. Edmonton's going to be a team to deal with next year. Oh, yeah. Especially with... Who's the other... Who I know Jack Campbell's going to stop, but who's the backup for Edmonton? I don't know. Let's see. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so let's just see that. This podcast... They they also signed Jesse... I don't know how to spell his last name, but... Jesse Paviarvi? Yeah. yeah. To a one-year deal for $3 Great pickup. Yeah. Flemington. Uh, Yeah, they have Mike Smith. Mike Smith is a great goalie. Yeah. He was an all-star at one point. Yeah. Good backup. Good roster. Yeah. I thought they were going to put Mike... Smith on the injured list for the rest of his career. Yeah. 
but with Jack Campbell um, in net, I guarantee Jack Campbell is going to be the starting goalie for um, Edmonton. With Jack Campbell the starting, Mike Smith cannot make those plays that he normally does. So, yeah. Um, so, oh, Matthew, did you hear about the Kachuk trade? Heading yep. to um, Florida? Yeah. Cubidor, mm-hmm. um, Mackenzie Black, well, I believe. No, Mackenzie Weger, and another one and a third. It's a huge trade. Oh, yeah. It could shape shift the league. A little. Yeah. Have you sure. heard about the Penguins? They're making big moves as well. Yeah, signing um, Malkin, um, Latang, yep. and now this other player today. Mm-hmm. Whew. They're also going to be another team to, you know, look out for. And then Joe going to um, um, Columbus. Yep, teaming up with Line. Yeah. That's gonna be a like That's gonna be a unstoppable duo. line. Yeah. And now um now Calgary got gave away the two best players. Who let's see I'm calling it they're not making the playoffs without those two. So yeah. What do you think of Nazem Kadri? Where do you think he's gonna go to? I want him to go to the Leafs, but we again. Have, yeah, he was good with us. He started. He he had the most plays with us. He he um he was he spent the longest with us. But personally, I think he's going to go to New York. The Islanders. The Islanders have 11 million in cap space. So. It's perfect for him. Yeah. Big market in New York. And a lot of teams are going to go after him um, because he won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and he can team up with a young superstar, Matthew Barzell. Yeah. And look what you've got maybe a playoff appearance. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe he can lead them to a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Questionable, but yeah. it's going to be hard to do if he does sign with them. So, yeah. Um, and then Tampa did a lot of things this offseason. Resigning a bunch of players like um, Chris Paul. Um, um, Sovichev. Um, and a lot more. But I don't think they're going to win another cup in a while. They got uh-huh. close, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and um, the shots um, signed as the new um, GM. Oh, yeah. They signed a new GM. Can't pronounce his name. Who? Um, let's see if you can pronounce it. Quinn Grier. Ah. Wow. Maybe. And then they also signed Boston's coach, a former coach, to a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Jonathan Taves will um, 
be back in sh Chicago next season. Uh, well, let's see. And Claude Drew to um, Ottawa for a three-year, 19.5 I million. mean, he doesn't want the team to rebuild. He wants to win now. Yeah. He's getting up there in age, 34 years old. He's made the money. He scored the goals. He's had the assists. He's won the gold medal with Team Canada. He's accomplished almost everything except that one Stanley Cup. No, he did win the cup. He yeah. did. He did win the cup with um, Chicago. That, that shows you my hockey knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I no, but hungry to get there again. Yeah. One last chance. Um. Uh, apparently, Gabriel Landeskog, um, the Avalanche's captain, brought the Stanley Cup to Children's Hospital in Sweden. It's nice. So that just shows you how nice he is. Who's the next up-and-coming rookie? You yeah. know. Because you know a lot. Um... Who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna win rookie of the year and who do you think's gonna he's gonna have the most impact as a rookie? Oh yeah. Especially against what's, what's your project projection? Projection stats. Twenty goals, fifty assists, equals for seventy points. Do you think he's gonna stay healthy the whole year or he's gonna play like sixty games, fifty games? I think he might stay healthy. Um for a lot of it, mm -hmm. and help the Seattle Kraken the first playoff um, experience in the franchise. Um, but against the teams that can draft him, like Montreal, um, New Jersey, and Arizona, he's going to have kickout seasons against them, for mm. sure. What did you think of Jason Spezza retiring? I think, personally, he could have stayed for another season. But his family. But all I really care about is that he's staying in the organization. Um, he's going to be a big part of the front office in the upcoming years, which is mm -hmm. good. He has a great relationship with the players. An actual player yeah. in the front office is way better. The connection, the bond. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, now let's close out um, this segment by just saying Jack Campbell's an amazing player and person just in general. Um, Campbell met a young um, player for an autograph and in exchange that um, player that um kid gave Jack Campbell a good luck card, just a normal hockey card, um that hopefully would give him luck in Edmonton. Yep. So yeah, what's our next segment, Matthew? Our next segment will be about basketball. Okay. So, so you know more about basketball than me. Yes. Today, 
There was a good trade for the Raptors. They got a solid pickup, a very famous player now. Bo Cruz in the mo movie, or as you know him, Juancho Hernan Gomez. The player who, who acted in the Adam Sandler movie, Hustle, is now finalizing a one-year deal to play with the Toronto Raptors next year. Did he always um, finalize it? Yeah, he did. He's a 6'9 forward. I uh, mean, good skill, and he could be a pickup that could help the Raptors do but way better in the playoffs. Um, where do you think Kevin Durant will go to? Uh, right now, Boston is like, they have the highest bids right now, but I don't know. I feel like the best trade destination would be Miami, but they don't want to give up Bam Adebayo or Tyler Hero for him. Do you think they give up Kyle Lowry? Uh, to me, yes, because he's an aging superstar, aging star, yeah. I should say. Now... The Celtics, they, they're, like, timid because they don't want to trade Brown away. The Nets are demanding one superstar because he has four years left on his contract and he's asking out. Yeah. But it, when you have four years left on your contract, you still have to play, of course. And yeah, sure. And also... Um. And... I feel like the Celtics would be a good destination for him, but the Nets won't do it. No. They're asking for, the Nets are asking for too much, and they're just going to try to stick with him and Kyrie. Yeah. Um, do you think Westbrook would be on the move? If they do an Irving Westbrook trade to the, for the Lakers to Brooklyn, it would involve AD and Russ to me, going to Brooklyn for Kyrie and some first-round picks. And then what would happen is Russ pro KD doesn't want to play with Russ, probably. So Brooklyn would boot out Russ. It would be a three-team deal. I don't know where Russ would go, but it would be KD and AD. And that would be a good, fun duo to watch. Exciting. <clears throat> So, yeah. How do you feel about the Royals um, winning the championship this year? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't like it. I feel like the Grizzlies would have beaten them if Jaw stayed healthy. He got injured in Game 3. He was having the best playoffs. And now Draymond wants a max extension four years, so they're hoping to run it back. I think Steph said they want, like, two or three more. Or four more. Whatever. They want to run it back. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. What do you think of the no vaccine mandate in 2022-2023 for the NBA? I think they should still have that vaccine mandate because... For... For the Canada to U.S., right? For a player not to be vaccinated coming into Canada, that could be worse for us. Mm-hmm, just as a country. Yeah, so they should for sure still have the max mandate. 
So, yeah. I mean, it lets players like Kyrie off the hook. Yeah, good players that won't help us. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, the NBA the NBA is an entertainment league. They'll do whatever they want to keep the players happy. Keep the fans happy as well. Yeah. The fans want to see their favorite superstars like Kyrie. Yeah. But, like I said, it'll be bad for us because we don't have to go against Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, and good players that refuse to get the vaccination. Um, do you think if the Raptors completed the 3-0 um, against the Phillies, do you think they would have won the championship and it would have been the same matchup as the 2019 um, championship? No. The Heat would have taken them in like five or six games, but... For Philadelphia, it would be way worse. Yeah. James Harden might have wanted out. Joel Embiid would be pissed. Tyrese Maxey wouldn't know what to do because he's still just like a second-year player, and the Sixers are keeping him hostage. It would be awful for Philly. Yeah. But for Toronto, just making it to the second round would be a celebration. Oh, yeah. So what do you think of the Rudy Gobert trade? Um... Well, I think it's a lot of players going to the Jazz for one player. Exactly. Yeah, I think he got overvalued. That's why KD won't get traded. Yeah. It's because of him. Yeah, it would be the same amount of players going to um, Brooklyn and just one player to Boston. Yeah, it, it was nine players to one. The Timberwolves went all out for him. Yeah. Now they have the Twin ho- Towers, him and Kat. With Anthony, with a rising Anthony Edwards, I mean, who knows? Yeah. It's a short-term thing, but could work. Yeah. So to close out this segment, Matthew, um, what do you want to end off with? Um, I want to end off with the Lakers. What about them? I think they're gonna end up getting Kyrie. You do. At some point this year. I hope so. For Russ or AD. For Russ and some picks. Ah. Okay. So, let me introduce the next segment. And, drumroll please. It is baseball. So, me and Matthew are both Jays fans. Mm-hmm. And right now, sadly, the Jays are losing. one nothing going to the bottom of the third. But, the good news is... Buck Martinez is back. Yeah, let's go. He was fighting cancer for the past couple months. For mm-hmm. you that don't know. Still looks great though. Yeah. <laughs> for his age, he just came back yesterday and the Blue Jays, in his return, did win 10-3. Yeah. And then, how do you feel about the Montoyo firing? I don't know. I feel like a coach gets blamed for everything that goes wrong in like any sport or any field. But now they're on a winning streak. Yeah. So with John Schneider, so yeah, maybe the front office knew everything, knew something. Apparently, the I'm firing was in the books for a while, just with the first 
bass's coach um daughter's funeral that set it back a while um but hey uh, a new change is good every once in a while yeah he has a hot temper as well gets he had the Charlie? most yeah got the yeah. most ejections for a coach you need to keep your cool yeah but sometimes they weren't even his fathers yeah. the umpires True. What I hate about umpires is even for their miscalls and a manager getting mad and protecting the players, the manager gets ejected, not the umpire. Exactly. They should have backup umpires in the back, and if one makes a couple miscalls a game, send that one home and bring in the new. Or just no umpires at all. The technology is so good yeah. nowadays that you can just have a computer... Yeah tracking the pitches and then you can have like the first base and second base umpires stuff like that yeah. sure but technology it's 2022 just oh, use yeah. technology they're all that's how they're doing pitches now yeah so why need to why need an umpire yeah but the jays are getting out hit three one in tonight's game like i said down one nothing going to the bottom of the third um so yeah what do you think of the Yankees' reign this year? Huh, that's a... Uh, everyone underestimated them this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're loaded. They have all the players, all the talent. It's just... Josh Donaldson. Um, mm-hmm. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton. They are on the court street right now, winning four out of the last ten games. Um, mm-hmm. I think if they just keep cold, the Blue Jays will climb up and we will beef us again. Who do you think is going to win the Cy Young this year? Alec Manoa or Shohei Otani? What is Shohei's record even? I don't know. I've just seen he's pitched very, very well. Um. He, Shohei has nine wins. Five losses, 2.80 ERA. And then... And he has striked out 134. Yeah, pitched 93 innings. I mean, when you look at Alec Manoa's stats... Yeah. He has 11 wins um, and a 2.24 ERA. Mm-hmm. Which is good in one oh ten Ks. Strikeouts, if you guys don't know what Ks mean. Which is good. He has more more wins than Otani. But who knows how many losses he has. And he's pitched 120 innings in 19 outings. Yeah, so. And that is better than... Um, yeah. Sh- Shohei. That's about six and one-thirds innings. Yeah. And That's perfect. It gives when, the relievers like a day off, day relaxation. Yeah, when we have um, Manoa on the mound, I feel confident with the Jays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. He's confident in himself, too. The yeah. swagger now. Oh, yeah. Pitched did, in the All-Star game yeah, with the you, mic on. Yeah, his mic. Yeah. Um... So, Gorge Mitch, um, 
couldn't come to Toronto because of the vaccination policy. Mm -hmm. To me, it's good. There's a good side to it and a bad side. Yeah. Good sign is we don't have to play him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bad side is you don't get entertained. Yeah. So Unless the Blue Jays are on the winning side. Yeah. Especially choking that 3-1 lead yesterday, but coming to win 10th which is good. The World Series right now, it's looking like Dodgers-Yankees, which is everyone in the MLB's dreams. Yeah. But hey, with the Jays, the way that J the Jays are playing right now, it could be um, um, Dodgers-Blue Jays. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the Yanks are very good. Yeah, but who knows how they can perform in the postseason. Just like the Leafs. They're good in the regular season. Not so good in the post. True. I mean, last time they played the Blue Jays, they took two out of three. In the postseason? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. In the regular season, in June. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when was the last time the Yankees even made it to the playoffs? Um, I think last year, was it not? Um, I'm not sure. No, it, they made it to the, um, made it to the wild card game. Yeah, oh yeah, they lost one nothing. The yeah. last time the Yankees won the World Series was in 2009. 2009, yeah. yeah. I was born. 13 years ago. Long time. What do you think of the Astros? I think they will make a deep run in the postseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you remember their cheating incident two yeah. to three years ago? Yeah. I hope they're not doing that this year. Yeah, me too. Looks like they're not. The MLB's keeping a good track of them. So... The franchise overall with the Yankees in the postseason, they made they made the playoffs fifty seven times. Out of that fifty seven times, they've won twenty seven championships in one hundred and eighteen seasons. Mm hmm. What do you um, think of the Orioles' big climb this year, though? From four from the worst last year to now they're fourth in the AL East, but. They have an above 500 record. I thought if the Jays weren't going to turn it around when they did, we would have been dead last. <laughs> I mean, the Orioles have a great home record. Not so good away. But you have to commend them for what they're doing. Um, back to the Yankees. Um, over the past 10 seasons, they've missed the playoffs. Made the playoffs six times. Um... Playoff series wins five, so they've lost one, zero championships, and winning percentage is fifty six point seven percent. So I'm gonna close it out with this. What do you think the Blue Jays' record will be for this year, and do you think they're making the playoffs? I think they're making the playoffs. Um. 
and it's going to be 163. 100 wins, 63 losses. 62, you mean? 62? Yeah, because 162 games. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's a lot. That would mean 46 wins and 19 losses. Yeah. That's your, you hope 100 wins? Maybe you'll get it. Well, it's either between the 90 and 100 range. Yeah. I mean, last year they won like 91, I think, right? Yeah. Which. They didn't even make the playoffs. If there was another team like this year, they would have made it. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, Matthew, you want to introduce our next segment? So, our next segment, my personal favorite, it's going to be combat sports. So, we're going to start off with the UFC for UFC 277. The main event is the women's bantamweight title, which is Juliana Payana versus Amanda Nunes. It's a rematch of UFC 269 when Juliana Payana took away Amanda's second belt with a round two submission. And to me, it's going to be a great fight. There's all there's also some other good fights on the card like Brandon Moreno versus Kai Kara France which is for the flyweight title and there's Derek Lewis versus Sergey Pavlach for the heavyweight a heavyweight clash Wow Nate Diaz is fighting too. UFC 279, he's fighting Kamzad Chemaev. Everyone thinks it's the wolf. Because it's Nate's last fight. He's had a bad history with Dana White. UFC 279, Kamzad Chemaev, upcoming superstar, beat Gilbert Burns, number two ranked. Just goes to war, freaking beast. He's fighting Nate Diaz for his last fight. It's going to be a real gangster showdown September 10th. Wow, I don't know much about fighting, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about boxing, though. For boxing, the next big fight, to me, is the Jake Paul fight versus Haseem Rahman Jr. Wow. It's going to be the first time he goes up against a real boxer, someone two inches taller than him, about 10 to 15 pounds bigger on fight night. It's going to be a real test for him, not just old retired MMA fighters. <laughs> wow, that, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, who do you think will win? Jake Paul or the other person who you said? I think Jake Paul might win. You can call me crazy, but... He's put a rehydration clause on the other guy, so he can't go up 15 pounds on fight night, and that's going to drain him. And I've seen the guy's fight where he lost. He's 12-1, and one, but he got, he got KO'd round five. He put his arms down. He was tired, and his, his dad even told uh, said in the press conference, his dad was the heavyweight champion of the world, he said Hasim has underperformed for all of his fights. 
and that does not give me good vibes at all. Jake Paul works hard and he's putting him down to cruiserweight, making him lose weight, which will be mentally and emotionally draining. And then when we get into that fight, when you get in round three, round four, round five, Jake's putting out combinations and he has that one punch knockout power. And then once you hit, once someone hits you once with a big punch, you're down on the yeah. canvas. Pretty much. So, yeah. Um. So, I'm looking at other news right now, but I really don't understand understand boxing or fighting. The main two sports I really understand is hockey and baseball. So, yeah. Yeah. My favorite two. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Think we should call it. Yeah, me too. This was a great podcast. Yeah. I'm Noah, and he is... Matthew, and this this was the Real Sports Talk Talk Podcast. Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.